happy Halloween. I wish you all an amazing weekend, especially those with children in your lives. I hope it goes amazing. Just like this episode will, it is our first Rewind the Clock episode of the second half of the season, and our third guest ever is rejoining the show. I am excited to share his recent success and growth as I have been witnessing it on LinkedIn. He is the founder, CEO, and lunch break enforcer at Lunchpool. Our guest is recording from Tennessee and has a passion for bringing people together and helping them grow. These two passions will undoubtedly offer great tips throughout the entire episode. He has also been a major player in the Tampa communities for years, as well as his communities in Tennessee and across the country. Get prepared for some game-changing advice and first-hand testimonials. Before I bring him on, let's learn how he podcasts. Alex, which platform do you stream your shows through? Uh, so when I, when I podcast, I, I really try to approach things differently in everything I do. I'm kind of a weirdo. Um, but I use, uh, I use StreamYard, and I'll stream the video because I like video casting. Um, and I'll, I'll send it into uh, from, from StreamYard to Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I've been approved to do that on LinkedIn, even though it's not that yeah. effective, I don't think. Um, and then uh, YouTube twitch sometimes it's just i'm not the most organized podcaster i'll say um but you know if i can reach a couple of people then then that's that's what it's all about absolutely when in the day do you find yourself listening um i so if i'm if i'm consuming podcast content i will um I guess my go-to to listen, sorry, I, I misunderstood the question um, because I sometimes do these lunch break lives, but I, to go back to your original question, I use Spotify. Like I used to use Apple, like the default one, um, but Spotify has been really, really good to, to consume the content. And it's again, not organized. Uh, I don't have like some people that are like, I wake up at 6 a.m., I go listen <laughs> to my podcast, I work out. No, it's it's chaos. I have a three-year-old daughter and uh, turn it four soon. And, you know, I wake up when she wakes up and then chaos ensues. So later in the day, usually when I take a shower, I'll uh, I'll try to put on the podcast. Put on it the used speaker. to be on. Yeah, it used to be on my commute. But, you know, yeah. we're uh, we don't have that luxury anymore. So, yeah, absolutely. We we're just talking about break. COVID. Um, yeah. He's in Tennessee. They're taking over the one spot from Florida as far as cases ago, he shared. So we do not have the same luxuries as we once did our normal routines to really slide in that podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's not only disrupted everything else, but also our, our podcast listening habits. <laughs> well said. And with that, I want to welcome you, the listeners, back to another episode of That Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancey. If it's your first time with us, each episode, I sit down with a new founder of a company to help you on your journey. You never know which motivational journey will inspire you most as they share their successes, lessons learned, and what can help you most. It is time for another bonus episode where we rewind the clock, and I am bringing back entrepreneurs who have focused on growing to give you more firsthand experience. And today, as I mentioned, is one of those original members. He is a serial entrepreneur, social innovator, and technology enthusiast. In 2018, he founded Lunchpool to dream up new ways to connect people 
who want to share their time and resources with others. He's streaming from Knoxville, Tennessee, and has the pleasure of serving a growing team distributed across the country. He has dedicated his sole focus to utilizing empathy building technologies to end feelings of loneliness, social isolation, and depression brought on by our use of modern digital platforms. And his team over at Lunchpool has created meaningful connections between thousands of people all over the world through virtual experiences that are designed to bring back some humanity into the increasingly digital age. Let me bring him on, Mr. Alex Abel. Alex, thanks for taking the time to come back on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, it's been quite a while since we we last connected, and uh, glad to glad to see how many podcast episodes that you've done since then. It's a uh, it's quite a feat. Thank you for the kind words. It's been great to connect with people just like you, like minded folks all over the globe. But to start this show, please reintroduce yourself to our audience, especially if they may have missed your first show. Definitely. So. Uh, well, after that warm, uh, beautiful introduction, uh, I don't know what else I can say, but um, I know you have a big listenership all over the world, but uh, especially in, in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Tampa was really where I got my roots as an entrepreneur. I had tried some stuff out in college, um, you know, had a lot of fun, but but it was fun entrepreneurship. If if anything, uh, want entrepreneurship. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, crashed and burned. Uh, now I'm finally um, comfortable sharing that story because you know there was bankruptcy involved. There was dark dark days, um, but you know I recovered in the corporate America rehab program. You know I, I went into the corporate route, uh, worked my way up to a six-figure job uh, in leadership, yeah. and then quit, uh, as many crazy entrepreneurs do, to start a company that I just I feel so passionately about. And and Lunchpool is is the company, and we really really uh, do nothing else but connect people. Like we use, we find technologies that are you know have a lot of promise around the world. And we figure out how to use them to connect people better, faster, you know, uh, more effectively. So that's what that's what I've been up to uh, since we, you know, uh, since 2018, really just building this company uh, and, you know, riding the wave, trying to help a lot of people during COVID and growing my team. I think it is helping an enormous amount of people during COVID because of our lack of ability to get out in public in certain states like Florida, we are out and about a little more than others, but a lot of states and even countries for that matter, they're on a lockdown. So you're doing a great service. You retouched off everybody on what lunch pool is. Let's talk about some things that are new. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say the, one of the newest things is that um, at the beginning you know, of lunch pool. When I started this because a lot of people ask about the name, but it's, you know, it's like a carpool back and forth to lunch. Like you want to build those connections. Like you, uh, you would have going back and forth to work every day with the same group of people. Um, but you also want to be able to expand your lunch pool. So not just, you know, have those regulars lunch buddies, but to be able to connect with people that you may not even know exist within your company, within your community, um, you know, anywhere in the world. And, what's new is that we did a 360 after we last spoke, you know, the world wasn't under, uh, there was no global pandemic. And our whole goal was to, uh, poor choice, poor, I can't talk, poor choice of wording. Uh, but our, our go-to, uh, go to market, like 
phrase was we are ending the desktop dining epidemic <laughs> and we did not know that there was going to be an actual epidemic and that desktop dining was going to be uh all the rage uh even more so than it was so you know we did that 360 and and uh we had done a virtual event in january uh for marketing purposes and i just uh i was talking to some people and i was like nonprofits are going to get hit hard real hard by this and i think i can help them by throwing those virtual events uh, we had actually gotten contacted by an organization looking to do something like that and i was like we can we can make this a service and it was it was awesome it felt really good uh even though uh between may was it Mar between march and may of 2020 i lost 30 pounds and i'm a, I'm a skinny guy already but i didn't eat lunch i wasn't yeah. practicing what i preach because we had so many people uh to help it's a testament to keep grinding and things will continue to work in your favor. It's great to see it evolve. I remember I actually was a guest on one of his. He does lunch break lives on Insta on LinkedIn. Excuse me. He mentioned that was a lot of fun. Just to connect people all around is a great service, especially in the age we're moving to. But Alex, we touched on COVID a little. Did COVID affect your business positively or negatively? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean there was a time when I, I wasn't sure even how to describe the answer to that question because, um, you know, COVID as right before COVID happened, my wife, uh, who's in uh, academia, she was scheduled to go to a conference in California and, you know, COVID was already taken over, uh, China. We knew it was a matter of time before it came over here and they were considering closing down, you know, California. And so she's like, I don't know if I should go, you know, maybe blah, blah, blah. And um, it was uh, I could sense that the world was about to change. I think everybody could. And so, you know, having that pivot from trying to get people in offices to go to lunch together and, and show the benefits of that for them and the company, which was really, really hard. Like yeah. I was like, guys, this is good for you. You'll do better work. You'll feel better. Um, but sometimes, you know, as humans, we're not our own uh, best stewards. But um <laughs> That's but true. Yeah, the, the pandemic, though, because we shifted, because we were able to help people that were going to organize in-person events and had the budgets for those, yeah. uh, we helped them go virtual and, and still like our, my goal was not to ever hear somebody say, guys, I'm sorry that we have to go virtual. But I wanted them to be like, guys, like, yes, we have to go virtual and look at this amazing experience that, that we've put together for you. So, you know, and, and it worked, you know, like we were able to grow revenues um, tremendously and, you know, doubling each month throughout the pandemic. And I was able to grow my team. I have uh, 13 full-time staff members now. And right. we, yeah, and about 26 uh, people work for Lunchpool uh, with contractors and, and freelancers and things that we work with. So just it, the, the reason I said it was hard to figure out the answer to that question originally was because everybody or a lot of people are struggling and I didn't want to be like, well, you know, the global right. pandemic actually helped me out because I, that's not the case. It just, right. it did give me an opportunity to really think through what is the value? What, what can I do? What are my unique gifts and, and how can I help people through this? And because of that, uh, you know, we've been very successful. There's always an opportunity. It just may not be silver lining or right in front of you. Thank you for shedding that example. And we must yeah. have spoken right before the pandemic, maybe a month or two before the pandemic started, because there was no such thing as not no such thing as pandemic, but in our lifetimes, 
really seeing something to this magnitude. And you did pivot to virtual events, but I don't think they're, they're going to go away virtual events. I think even with no COVID, there'll still be a hybrid. Companies are going to want to try to mix and match due to what everything we just went through. Employees, they're finding are probably, some of them are more productive at home. Some of them are more productive in the office. They'll probably be open to continue trying new things. But yeah. uh, let's now think of a way to help our listeners even more, Alex. What's the best piece of advice you can offer them as one that you were given in the past? Oh, man, that's a good question. So, well, to your point just now, the world is continually changing, uh, continuously, whatever the right word is there. Uh, the world is undergoing change, and it will forever undergo change. It always has. Change is the only constant. Um, but with everything going on, with technology's rate of uh, increase, with just how fast the world works these days, it's going to change faster and faster. Like think about the technologies that we've all embraced over the last, you know, two or three years. Um, I look back to the time when I would sit by my phone uh, and wait for my, you know, fifth grade girlfriend to call our house phone. You know, cell phones didn't exist. The, yeah. it, if you were going to go somewhere, uh, you, you know, you'd have to let your people know when you were going to be back. Ride the bicycle um, and show up to the house. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm not old enough to where I can say, you know, I had to go up hills both ways to go yeah. to school, but but the world changes. And so as an entrepreneur, um, as if you consider yourself uh, you know, a business person, an innovator, or even, you know, an entrepreneur, if you're in a company and, and you want to be an, an entrepreneur, um, you have to adapt to that change. So, you know, we pivoted to virtual events. Um, I'm considering another pivot right now. I haven't, you know, I don't even know if my team knows that, but... <laughs> We, um, I, I love what we've been able to do with the virtual events and, you know, I never, I always want people to go face to face in person because I feel like there's nothing like nothing that connection. Like, like I agree with you this so is, much. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. Right. You know, being able to, to interface on zoom, um, whether, you know, everybody has the zoomies, we call it zoom fatigue, but, um, you know, the platforms that we use are, a little bit less restrictive. Like right now we're stuck. Uh, if you're, you know, if you're, if you are on zoom, uh, daily, you feel stuck. You're in a box talking to someone else. Um, but the platforms we use allow you to kind of break out of that. Uh, you can move around freely and in large groups, you can form small, small teams or small discussions. Um, but you know, the, the pivot there was what was essential. We went to, um, you know, I, I looked at what I was doing. I said, in-person gatherings, not an option. What do I do now? We pivoted to virtual events. Now, everybody, uh, even me, when I hear the word virtual, I'm like, oh, God, you know, like, and that's what I do for a living. That's what my company does. So, you know, rebranding that um, is part of it. So, you know, we're starting to play around with like dimensional experiences. Uh, a lot of people are going to the hybrid events terminology. Um I don't like that because uh, well, I don't like cliche and, and if everybody's doing it, I feel like, you know, we can do it better and different, That's but right. um, it, it is about dimension, right? There is uh, more technology coming out like virtual reality, augmented reality. It's right around the corner. And so pretty soon these digital experiences are going to augment, you know, the real world, you know, we're going to actually have hybrid and hybrid's not going to be a stream of an in-person event that some people will watch online and some people will actually go to it's going to be 
a blend of those experiences where I'm looking at my phone and seeing somebody in front of me in augmented reality or through my, you know, hollow lens or Crazy. whatever it turns out to be. So, you know, really long winded answer to say, be open to change. Like it's changes, it. change is going to come and you have to pivot on a dime. Don't get caught up on your original vision because sometimes it's wrong. And sometimes it just gets, uh, it, market forces make it not even feasible anymore. I appreciate the thorough answer. That's what I can only hope out of the guests I bring on, giving so much back to our listeners. And with that great advice, we're going to follow up with one more piece where I ask you if you can recommend any book, workshop, or tool to our community of entrepreneurs, what would you choose? Um, any book. Man, that's a tough question because I love to read. I have to look at my bookshelf here. Um, well... I'll give you two answers. I'll say, get it. Uh, yeah. I'll say one as an entrepreneur reading can become addictive. So don't, uh, you know, don't, or in, in anything, don't just read self-help books, but actually process them. Yes. And so, um, my first answer is go read some fiction because fiction will inspire you. Um, uh, I, my go-to is the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy by Douglas Adams. I love that book. It's um it's inspiring as an entrepreneur because the Hitchhiker's Guide is a fictional book uh, within this book. And it's a document that it's basically Wikipedia. It goes over all the knowledge in the known universe in the galaxy, at least. And um, it was a failed business at first. Like a guy had the idea. He came out with it. He ended up having to sell it, sold it to a corporation. The editor at the corporation was lazy. And said, "Hey, I don't, I don't want to write this whole thing." Uh, and so he he had lunch breaks, uh, funnily enough, yeah. where people would come in and volunteer. They, they it was like lunch break editing. Um, but yeah, just you know, read some fiction, uh, whatever it may be. And then as far as like entrepreneur uh, books, I I can't recommend enough this book. Uh, I think it's Ryan Fitz. Ryan, I think it's Ryan Fitz. Um, it's called The Mom Test. Uh, MOM, like your, your mama, the mom test. You read that? No, I have not. Oh, go read it. It's, uh, you know, the basic premise, I don't want to spoil it. It's a short read. It's an easy read. Um, but the premise is that you have to ask questions in the right way. You not only have to ask the right questions, but in any business, you need to validate your market. You need to say, Hey, I got this idea. Do people want it? My original idea, People need it. You know, people need to get away from their desk, but people weren't trying to solve that problem or even aware that they had a problem. Okay. And so, you know, if I would have validated better, I, people would have, you know, the answers that people told me would have would have answered yep. that. So, you know, it's a funny story about how why it's called the mom test. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go into too much, but basically he's he comes up with an app idea to help his mom cook better. And she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I would totally use that. And she doesn't. And that's the mom test. Your mama's going to tell you uh, what you want to hear. And so, so will other people. So you got to <laughs> got to put it to the mom test. Well, man, I got to say amazing book recommendations and the reasoning behind it. Got to thank you so much, Alex, for coming back from episode three, from giving the courage to leave your six figure position. If you are truly passionate enough about what you're going for, the commitment to that passion, 2008 and grinding up to double digit employees. You pivoted with COVID and then you actually found success from that pivot. And you even touched on rebranding at the end. Thank you. I would now like to ask you for your last word. Keep your head up. It's uh, entrepreneurship is hard. Life is hard right now. 
but uh, keep your head up because uh, it's all about perspective. You, you only have so much time on the earth. You might as well enjoy it. Well said. And with that, can I ask you to show love to another entrepreneur out there? You've already done the spotlight story with me as you've been on the show once. I would now like just to ask you for a quick moment to give someone some love, some marketing attention. Oh, yeah. Um, I got to give it to my partner, uh, uh, our business partner. We have um, we've had been on this journey with a company called Remo. Uh, you know, they uh, are the platform that we primarily use. We use a lot of different platforms, but Ho Yin Chung from Remo, uh, I've seen him grow Remo from just a handful of customers like me, crazy people, um, to now he's a uh, hundred people, probably a hundred plus people now. Amazing. So definitely a, a great, a great guy to read about. We'll be sure to tag him when this episode comes out. Can you now tell everybody how to find you? Um, I am on LinkedIn. I'm all over the place. Uh, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, wherever. Just look up Alexander or Alex Abel, A-B-E-L-L, and you'll find me uh, on the various social. Uh, or Knoxville. Come up to Knoxville. We'll grab lunch. And how can they find Lunchpool? Uh, just uh, lunchpool.io. Uh, pretty easy. Uh, or let's lunchpool.com. And uh, yeah, you'll see it. We, we got a new website coming out. So nice. Uh, definitely keep an eye out. Well, congrats on all your success. Thank you for coming on. And everyone, be sure to check out all of his content and check out all that Lunchpool has to offer. We are at That Entrepreneur Show on all platforms, except for Twitter. We're at Podcast by Lancey. So you have updates from all of the shows. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancey for all social media and YouTube. And the website is vincentalancey.com. If you check out my books, be sure to let me know. Mental Health Week is our latest release, and it is time for the quote to end the show. This one is a Chinese proverb. The person who says it cannot be done should not interpret the person who is doing it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on That Entrepreneur Show. Mm-hmm.